0: And we're back on Full Court Press, brought to you by Little General. We've got Anthony Lewis across from me, our co-host, as well as the Hall of Fame head coach, Bob Huggins. Uh, coach, during the radio version, you talked about how the Mountaineers are just struggling to make shots right now. I remember last season during the little Eric Stevenson Stevie Slump, you made a little adjustment. It was He was taking the elbow too far back, is, is what you said in the presser. How often do you slow things down and just work on mechanics?
1: Every day. Yeah. Every, every single day. I, I watch, you know, I, I stand there and, and watch our guys shoot and, you know, your, your elbow, if your elbow is not under the ball, you have a hard time lifting it. Yeah. And, and if you don't lift it, you're going to shoot it flat. And that's why you see so many balls bang off the front of the rim. It's because they're flat. It's, you know, it's, uh, I, you, you take a bat. I was a little kid, you know, when I was a little kid, I, you know, I've talked about this before, but I would put a basket up the top of the stairs, and I'd I'd shoot up the stairs at the basket. And if you hit the front of the basket, it's not going to go in. <laughs> you know, it's got to go. It's got to go over the the you know over and into the middle of the basket to go in. And it's the same thing shooting a basketball.
0: That'll help us in our horse games moving forward, I guess. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> Probably uh, no, I was won't. never
2: a basketball player. But speaking of basketball players, your guy, today is Levi Phillips' birthday. I thought we would talk about Levi for a second. Charleston high school legend.
1: One of, one of the great characters in the history of West Virginia University basketball. I mean, just, you couldn't, you couldn't be around Levi and not laugh. Uh, you, 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 Levi was Levi was the best He was And Really a heckful player I don't think he ever Got the credit That he That he probably Should have gotten He was a What six foot three guard Back then Was big Big yeah And fast Oh uh, Just think if he could Dribble with His left hand <laughs> Think how good He would have been then Levi Hope you're listening uh, But Um yeah, I mean, leave, I I love Levi. I, I You know, Levi was one of the first guys that I saw when I came back. We had a, a deal in Charleston. I saw Levi, you know, went over, we hugged each other and, and you know, started talking about the old days. But, mm-hmm. uh, that was a heck of a crew. It was a heck of a crew that, that came in with Levi. What a, what a great group. And I don't know that we, we uh, talk about them enough or do enough to – um, to remember them, uh, I, I I don't think we do that enough for I- anybody in, in in athletics here. You know, I've I've tried as you know to get guys to come back and uh, guys to come back, be seen, uh, let people uh, remember them. Uh, you know, so uh, but yeah, I I, uh, I I'm a huge Levi Phillips fan, huge.
2: Well, the reason why I mentioned him is because. Again, I don't think we do a good job with it. And today's his birthday. Unfortunately, we lost him a few years ago. Right. But um, that was the purpose. That's why he was
1: on my list today. That's why I said, I hope you're listening, because he yeah. could be up in heaven screwing around up there and you not, know he is. not paying any attention, you know? So, yeah. Levi, pay attention. I'm trying to say nice <laughs> things about you.
2: And of course, we, um, you know, we opened up the text line on the radio show, and sometimes we can and sometimes we can't get to him. But we got a few questions on the text line. But first, I wanted to ask you, in the '90s, this one came in in the '90s. Talk about what they—they're they're asking about you recruiting West Virginia kids such as Prickett, Randy Moss, Jason Williams, Tamar Slay, and even Brett Nelson. Uh, did you make a run at any of those guys? The West Virginia guys that ended up basically everywhere but at West Virginia, but you weren't here at the time. You were at Cincinnati.
1: I was at Cincinnati. I was at Cincinnati. We we started to kind of make a little run at Randy. Uh, but it was, it, you know, our foot. It was our football coach was just wearing me out about helping him recruit Randy. Um, but no, not 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 really. Um, we were we were at that time when those guys were coming out. We were pretty well set, mm-hmm. you know where where we were. And, and what we did at Cincinnati, which uh, we did a pretty good job, is we looked in the, into the future. A little bit better, so we had what we had, and we're we're coming off of a we're coming off of a Final Four. You know, we're coming off of having uh, a bunch of draft picks. I mean, we had good guys, and yeah, so and and we're recruiting the the best players in Ohio. We're recruiting best we're recruiting some of the better players out of Pennsylvania. So, um, I think
2: Williams was probably a little under recruited. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? The guy ends up playing in the league and Tamar Slay as well. But you know, out of that list of guys that were mentioned there, I figured probably Brett Nelson would be the one that was really high end marquee name because you know Duke, North Carolina made a run at him.
1: The one, the one that, the one that we wanted to recruit and tried to recruit uh, was Tamar Slay. Slay. Mm-hmm. Because he because was good at Beckley. It was what we needed. I mean, he 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 was he was the kind of guy that we were that we were playing with that we were really good with, you know. When you when you look at uh, Corey Blunt was was six ten, six eleven, but could run like the wind. I mean, he could really run. And and you got Van Exel and Buford in the backcourt, and you got Herb Jones, who was now you want to talk about an athlete? I mean, that dude was an incredible athlete. And I thought I thought that. Slay would have fit in very well with our guys, but we were pressing then. We were we were pressing full court back then, so he was he he would have fit in with us. And of course, Randy would have too, but I just thought Randy was going to play football.
0: Would you have put him like at the head of the press? Who? Randy Moss. He
2: Ran- he probably would have been more of a forward at six four. You said you measured him.
1: Yeah. Was he, he six four. Uh, six three, six four. Okay.
2: So he yeah, he would have played although He I'm was long. To, he was he was yeah.
1: long though. I mean what what we started doing really was measuring gas length more than, than than their height.
2: Mm-hmm. So they could disrupt passing lanes and that type of thing? Mm-hmm. Like at e banks at a Houlton. wingspan. <laughs> yeah. E banks had a wingspan for sure. Another another question that came in was talking about Um, and let me pull this back up real quick. It was a question about NIL budgets. And I know that as a coach, you don't really get into the trust and that type of thing. But from now that you're on the outside of it, I mean, what type of NIL budget in this, in today's game do you think is necessary to be a top 10 program? Because that's a, that's a part of it now is are these NIL budgets and what you can do with it?
1: I don't, I don't know how, I don't know. I don't know how you do it, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Um, you know, you're you're talking about, and, and nil is just not basketball. It's just not football. You know, you've got you've got other sports that are asking for nil money and and deserve nil money. Um, I it to to me, it's a mess. Um, I don't I don't know how don't know how in our state as small as our state is i don't i don't know how you how you keep up mm. i don't i don't know how you keep up with with other states how do you, how do we keep up with ohio state you know how, yeah. how how do we keep up with with indiana how do we keep up with you know a a, a lot of people that they just stay, you know uh michigan i mean i think you probably can go right down there to the the assembly line that the cars are coming off of, and they'll they'll probably take care of you pretty good. So, oh yeah, you know it, it's. I think it's. I think it's hard. I. I it's not. You know, as much as the NCA from from the time I knew what the NCA was till now, they talk about uh, equality. There's there's everything everything but equality, in NIL.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think when it's kids earning endorsements, being in commercials, sponsorships, that's okay. Where it's become a mess is these trusts influencing recruiting. Can can you recruit genuinely in this era?
1: Well, what you said just tells me you don't play yeah. because uh, this. So you have a, a car dealership gives gives a guy a car, yeah. right? And you don't get one. Is that equitable? It's not equitable. Uh, does one guy get a, a really, really nice expensive car and another guy gets a loaner. Is that equitable? No, yeah, that would not wouldn't play in the locker room. No, that's not equitable. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't see how anybody could think it is. And I, and I don't know, you know, it, 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 you know, it's one thing. I mean, when, like when we were, when we were going to school, uh, I had an old car. I had an old beat up car that actually my wife's father Ronnie kept kept running for me, uh, and you know, I I had it. And I'd you know I would go to sleep and I'd wake up and my car keys would be gone. Let me let me guess who had them. Uh, it starts with an L. <laughs> <laughs> I Think we talked about him earlier. Yeah, well, guys, <laughs> would, guys would borrow it, you know, but uh, Bake and I, Bake and I, one time. Got in a, we got in a car, and and there were gas cans. I mean, like all in the back seat, there were gas cans in the trunk, and they were full of gas. And and I'm like, hey, man, am I glad we don't smoke? No doubt. <laughs> if we smoked like some guys did, we got in that car, we'd have been gone. It, 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 and it then you know then I get to, I, then I get to my room and I go in I got a note Hey we left you some gas Yeah literally <laughs> literally, literally
2: nice the um, one of the thing I want to ask you about was and it stopped were the games in Charleston I know um, the Mountaineer fans down there enjoyed those. And it was funny. I was I was having this conversation with somebody this week, and it's the reason why I put it on my list was um, there's this, there's this perception that you can schedule Kansas and Charleston, and they and 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 you can schedule you know the top in And there's a reason why they played the non conference portion down there, and then the attendance dropped off, and you moved them back to Morgantown, but you don't want to schedule. Um, you know, you know, teams like Kansas and Charleston, you want the home the home court advantage.
1: You can't schedule teams like Kansas and Charleston. They're not going to go. Um, we scheduled we we tried to schedule as as best as as we possibly could, mm-hmm. but I mean it's it's hard. You know it, it it's. You look at the games that we play okay we 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 have over my time here we've played people we've bought some people i mean you you have to do that but but again, that's to make money you know that's 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 for the athletic department to make money or and we've played a lot of home and homes mm-hmm. and we've played a home and homes with a lot of really really good people and it and it just you know, to, to play uh, too many games in, in Marshall, and, and, and I think, Anthony, you're right. I mean, I think what happened, too, was the, the uh, attendance started to drop off. And no matter what anybody thinks, we're supposed to make money. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if we don't make money, if football don't make money, athletic department's in, in bad shape. And, and we've been
0: fortunate in
1: basketball to make a lot of money in Morgantown. We, we've
0: made a lot of money. What are the logistics like on those early season tournaments, like the one they're about to go to in Fort Myers, as far as setting them up? Well, I set that one up
1: yeah. because the guy's a really good friend of mine. He's a really good friend of mine, and he'll, he'll take really good care of us. Uh, I, actually, I just talked to him the day before yesterday, you know, about make sure, make sure you take care of my Mountaineers which which he will but that's a guy that I've known for you know years and years and years and, you, and and you know what happens you're 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 a young coach and you look at me and you're like how does he get how does he get a game in Fort Myers I know everybody <laughs> you know but I know everybody because I've been doing it for so long I I I came up through I you mean know, I did I did uh I did a lot of things for Charlie who who it's his tournament I I did a lot of things for Charlie uh in Chicago. I did a lot of things for Charlie at Final Fours. You know, those kind of things when he when he was doing uh broadcast telecast and and, that. and we got to be very very dear friends and we're very dear friends to this day. Now, can Josh do that? No. But but there's no reason to believe he can because he's never been able he's never done it, you know. This is his this is his first year as a head coach. Right. I couldn't do it my first year. I mean, there's no way I could have. But having not done it for I don't know how long I've done it, but a long couple time. years. Long, long long time. I mean, you, you you know everybody. I know people. And young guys don't know people. I mean, and that's that's not their fault. As
2: we wrap up the bonus coverage here,
1: I want to I wanted to point
2: everybody in the in the direction uh, on social media. Make sure cuz coach is getting this fired back up. Make sure you're following the Norman May Huggins Endowment Fund on all social media platforms. There's some information coming out. Um he's going to continue to do the great things that he's done the last 15-20 years here at West Virginia. Uh, that's not going to stop for him. So I want to encourage you to go over. They've got some new social media platforms, Norma May Huggins Endowment Fund. And on December 16th at five o'clock at the Del Barton Opry, um, there's going to be a Christmas toy drive. So we want to encourage you to um, check that out. You can go to Huggins fund, dot org slash bear. Um, and, and check that out. Um, you're, you're going to continue to do, to do things that that you've done here in the past. That's not going to stop.
1: I'm going to continue to do everything that I can do to help the people in the state of West Virginia. Uh, that was my goal when I came back here, uh, and and that's my goal today. Mm-hmm. Um, cancer is a a terrible, terrible thing, and and. Um, I want to do everything that that we can possibly do, to give our people the best chance to survive it. And I've you know I've been involved, I've been involved since I got back. Uh, and you know you as as you go on, you you kind of find different things, different different ways to do it. Uh, we still want to do one here in Morgantown. Uh, we still want to do. Uh, a big one in Morgantown. We're to us. do a fish, fish fry, fry. Yep. yeah. It, which is, it, you know, which is funny. I I did a fish fry in Cincinnati just for the heck of. Well, I no one for the heck of but I, I did the same thing. I gave the money to cancer research mm-hmm. in Cincinnati, and so when I came back here, I said, "Let's do a, uh, let's do a fish fry." And everybody was like, "What? We're gonna we're gonna cook and eat fish?" <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, good to me. Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> And, and so we, we, I started the fish fry, I started the fish fry and, and I, I wrote down all the guys that I've had here. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. The, the, the people who said, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Sure. Hugs. I'll do that. You know, I was at, I was at the, um, I was at the, uh, the, uh, I'm trying I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, I'm walking down the stairs. Charles is walking up the stairs, and uh, Charles had Charles had been enshrined uh, years before, I think, and and I'm walking down there, and it was shortly after the enshrinement, and and I'm walking down, and I said, "Hey, man, I need to talk to you." He said, "What's up? What do you need?" And I said, uh, "I need you to come to my fish fry," and he started laughing. He said, "Do I have to fish?" <laughs> I said, not a you, tournament. I said, if Charles. you had, if you had to fish, Charles, nobody would eat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, So we we stood there and talked for me. He said, oh, I'd love to do it. And he came in and was absolutely incredible. I think I think the first guy I had at the fish fry was Jerry, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. I think it was Jerry. Calipari. Uh, Calipari was Still. there. Self. Self. Calipari was there. Self was there. Thorn come, Rod Thorn. Rod was there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I I've been blessed. Yeah. I I've been blessed, but the Barstool guys were
2: here. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, Dave Portnoy. Uh, yeah. 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 So he's been on a warpath this weekend, by the way. he did Jim Harbaugh stuff? He's not thrilled about. Him. We'll get into that a little bit more, <laughs> maybe later. Uh, before actually, you mentioned something. I want to go back on it real quick. You you just went went to Cincinnati and mm-hmm. went to a, like a Legends autograph session out there. Saw Pac Man. Saw Pac
1: Man. How's
2: how's pac doing?
1: He's doing great. He looks great. There. Looks great. Came up, gave me a big hug. I gave him a big hug. That West Virginia thing. I, it, I walked in. <laughs> I walked in, and the first guy I saw was Icky, Icky Woods, and so cold cuts. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I so I give Icky a big hug, and he gives me a big hug, and see pac Man, and see Coach LeBeau. Yeah, Dick LeBeau. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Talking about it. What a great a guy! A coach, oh, great they coach! Don't, they, great. Don't,
2: they don't play defense like that anymore.
1: Great human being, great human being. So, my yeah. brother-in-law
2: played for him in Pittsburgh for I think a season or two, played defense for him. And he, he, first of all, it's a Steeler organization, the Rooney's, but he loved Dick LeBeau. Yeah.
1: yeah, everybody does. Yeah, everybody does. But you know, Cincinnati is a, is a neat place because it's it's big enough that. You know that everybody can kind of do their thing, but it's small enough that it's not too big,
2: overwhelming. Did you yeah. get to meet a lot of Bearcat fans. They get in line, come up and say hey?
1: Yeah, oh, when I when I went to Corey's induction, yeah, everybody was there. Everybody was. There. I tell you, the president of of the University of Cincinnati came over, shook my hand, gave me a hug, like probably three, maybe four different times during the course of the deal. Now you're gonna
2: start rumors. Now the the Twitterverse is going to fire up. No, Coach Huggins interviews for Cincinnati job. No, no,
1: wow. no let me tell you what they've <laughs> got. It they've got a, a a good young coach yeah. that's that's doing a really good job, and uh, that's you know that's that's what I was. It's what I was.
2: Bearcat basketball is name brand basketball. I think you took it there, but I am saying it's name brand basketball.
1: Well, I got there. I got there right after they had. Uh, gone to the final four. had lost, but they, they had gone to the final four Tony Yates, mm-hmm. Oscar Thacker. So I got to know all those guys really well. Ron Bonham, you know. I got to know all those guys really well and uh a neat place. Neat place with with you know with that kind of history. Coach Smith was unbelievable and and he was the coach of the of the of the final four team. He was uh, that 80
2: What year was that? 89. When I went back? No, oh, when they went before you got there.
1: I couldn't tell you right okay. off the top of my I'm head. Bad on years, too. But, but well, I, okay. I know they did. Coach Smith was one of the first guys to come in and see me. Came came in my office. And and uh, Oscar, I had gone to a an, an event the night before that Oscar was hosting, and there were so many people around. He said, did you did you get to talk to Oscar? And I said, no, there were so many people around. I wasn't going to butt in on guys, mm-hmm. you know. And and he said, he said, okay, he said, uh, I'm going to call you, answer your phone. So Coach Smith leaves my office. It's 15, 20 minutes. My phone rings. I pick it up. He said, what are you doing? And I said, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and he said, I want you to come to the carousel. I said, "When?" he said, now. I said, yes, sir. Hung up, got in the car, went to the carousel, uh, walked in. Oscar was standing there. I was standing there, came over, said, welcome. Uh, we're going to get this thing going, aren't we? And I said, yes, sir, we are. Gave each other a hug and
0: went in and sat down and had lunch with Oscar and, and Coach Smith. How much of your task at that time is continuing their legacy, but also kind of mixing in the culture that you wanted to bring?
1: We're Where? Cincinnati? Yeah. That's not my deal anymore. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. theirs.
2: Yeah. So you guys were um, had a nice rack of ribs while you guys were out there. We did. Where's that at? I just saw it on Instagram, too. Uh, Montgomery Inn. Best ribs in Cincy? Best ribs anywhere. Anywhere? Anywhere. All right. I'm going out there
1: soon. Stop in. Ask, ask for Tom. I'm
2: going
0: to tell him Hug sent me. Yeah, like your Little General commercials. He'll laugh. (laughs) That's Full Court Press brought to you by Little General. Coach, good talking to you again. My pleasure.